What is going on, my good people? This is your main man, Ben, here. We are Talk Active, practicing wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. If you are new to this channel, we mainly focus on self-well-being. The goal is molding us to be our own artist and mastering our own life as the ultimate art. We are in the month of November. The theme of the month is acceptance. The things that we cannot change to accept rather than fight every little thing. The one who put the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. Since we practice practicality to be able to live well, we will apply the one that will work in our method. Happy Monday to my good people, man. I hope y'all are having a blast, having some good time with your family, especially last week. It was a good Thanksgiving. If you made it out, happy Monday to everybody. First and foremost, shout out, give a round of applause. Y'all deserve it. Y'all deserve it. That round of applause we got, man. And don't forget that you need to give back to your body. Like, I'm talking to myself, hey, body, I need to give back to you. And I said that you need to go to hit the gym after all that money, that money that you spend and the food that you eat. That's what I'm trying to express here, you know, because, you know, it's a give and take situation. We can't just take and take, you know, you go to friends. We spent an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving with our friends and family, Ruben. We went there, we had party, party, it's crazy party. And with my mom coming over here, we celebrated my daughter's birthday and my brother's birthday. It's amazing. My firstborn. Happy birthday yesterday to Madison Elise. And also my brother Kicks. November 29. It's this November, people, man. I'm telling you right now. But it's an amazing holiday, November, amazing things, man. And I, I just want to point out some things in here. And uh, if you follow last week, we had a good one. Um, hurry not if you haven't heard that or you haven't listened to it. Check it out. It is an amazing episode. Today, we're going to continue the acceptance theme we got in November. And it's amazing, amazing. I hope you guys are locked in. We are ready to go. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But before anything else, we're going to need to give thanks to God. Father, please, no one should ever reject you based on how I represent you. Amen. I'm just saying. We always say that because in here, we're not pastor. We're not preaching. But since we practice stoicism, that's basically what we are practicing we need the divine intervention of that Father God. And if you listen, we we tried to reach on that certain level that we beat our yesterday's attitude, yesterday's actions, and we can be better each and every day. So today, guys, we're going to tackle silence. Silence is amazing if you have a little ones with you or daughters or son that is a toddler I don't know how you're going to practice this, but good luck to you. 
I'm just messing with you, man. But silence is amazing. We had a good stuff yesterday in church. Pastor Buddy Kaufman, amazing good stuff happening in there. And I just want to reinforce the the topic, the silence, since we had Hurry Not last week. Silence is to us, we constantly improve ourselves. That would be the goal for our journey towards silence. And uh, I, will, I must say, I will reinforce what God did and what we're supposed to do in this modern era since, you know, social media and all that stuff is crazy. And I don't know how you're going to derive or define silence in your life or how can you apply it. But I must say it is a critical part of this journey of embetterment as the ultimate piece of art in our life. The first point that I want to say is God's silence is biblical. What do I mean by that? God has a lot of things that he has in mind that we do not understand, that we cannot comprehend with our humanly thoughts. So God's silence is biblical because he is in total control of what is happening inside of your life, inside of what you feel, and the external stuff in your life. So when I say God's silence is biblical, I'll give you a rough example here. Um, there was a storm in the boat and he was asleep. When he was asleep, he is silent and there is commotion in the boat. Because even with the most experienced masters of the seas, the water is coming through the bow of the boat. And he is certain that they're going to sink. So one of his disciples, I, I forgot, he runs to Jesus. And Jesus is fast asleep and silently taking a catnap or so. I must say catnap. Overall, they came out of the certain place and they have to go and he is tired and he needs to rest. So he is fast asleep and he was silent. When he learned and he got awoken up by his disciple that, hey, God, um, um, you know, it's it's storming and, and the water is coming through. Um, we're going to die. You should do something about this. So, you know, there's a panic on his own disciples and his own circle, his own boat, they felt like they're going down, their ship is sinking. It's not Bitcoin, but it is not Bitcoin. It is not Bitcoin. Bitcoin is surging up like crazy right now. But when he learned how to trust God, God takes care of everything. He knows that when Jesus wakes up, that storm that issue in his life would be gone. But then again, Jesus was fast asleep. Even though he's asleep, he's in total control. So he asked Jesus and woke Jesus up. Hey God, we're going to sink. What are you going to do? It's like us asking, praying to God, I want the new iPhone, God. That would be a great, great Christmas gift. That would be a great overall gift to myself, God. I want that iPhone. But God's silence does not mean that you don't deserve it. But I say, his silence might be a no because it is good for you. So carefully, I'm pointing out we choose who to serve on the, at this point. 
are we serving God? Are we serving a higher entity to model in our life, to be able to spread things and to be able to, to teach our kids, our family members to embedder their life? Or are we serving money? Are we serving ambition, promotion, roles in life, cars, phone? We pick. He gave us that freedom. But his silence is biblical. The moment he raised his hand and he told his storm to stop, be calm, stop it. This storm already died down at the whim of his hand. Not like Thanos, but it happened. Now, what I'm pointing out is a silence is biblical. God uses it because he is God although it might be a test for his disciples. That was I was trying to get into the point. Who we serve, we trust. His silence means something is working in the background. It is biblical. Second point, God's silence is personal. You know, most faithful believers, they even have doubt, even in God's Main circle. They do have doubts, even when God was still walking in here. How much more in the present church? How much more with the present church members, with the deacons and all the elders? There will be doubt. There will be doubt. That is established. That is, it's more common than you think. Take a good example. Abraham... Abraham is one of his, whew, Father Abraham, man, started it all, man. Abraham had some doubts when he was 100 years old. You know, he was like, yeah, right. You know, 100 years old and he's going to have a son or he's going to have children. Yeah, right. When that spirit talked to him, he had doubts and he said, yeah, right. Check that out. Gen- Genesis 17, 17. He had doubt. And that doubt was relinquished when God said, this is personal. Silence is personal. He had children at 100 years old. Even though you do the mathematics, it's not possible and all that stuff. Abraham's partner is also old. Biologically, not biologically, scientifically, how is that possible that she was able to bear a children at that age. It's not possible. God's silence is personal. You don't ch- challenge it. You don't put it into, into a spot where, you know, uh, um, you think you know better. But you know what? You, you don't know better than that. Because third point, it is very common. The story of Joseph, you know, he was imprisoned. He was imprisoned. He is asking himself, why is he in prison? He got armed inside a prison with knowledge. Eventually, he came the second most powerful man. Was it in Jerusalem or Israel? Excuse my thoughts here. But he became, overall, he became the second most powerful man aside from the Pharaoh. So even in silence, God is saying something to us. 
So if you don't get your request, you don't get what you want this this um holidays. <laughs> Shall I say I hope you get it though, but then again, even though you don't get it, it doesn't mean you don't deserve it or you blame God. Now, there are things that we can ask. We can we can try to challenge that but even in silence god is saying something now silence improves our concentration when we are in hot waters when we are silent when we are calm it improves our concentration we get like you know that tunnel vision the hyper focus if you know what i'm saying our thought processing our overall mindfulness change when we step back and we chill out and say Huh. Okay. Okay. You know that uh hmm. what is happening right now in a stock market? What's happening right now in the war? What's this trend line means? Um, you know, what is the Fibonacci saying? What is telling me? Silence improves our concentration. Our thoughts processing our overall functions, our mindfulness stepped up. You know, when God said, raise his hand in Mark 4, 39, 40, Jesus shouted to the storm. He said, that's enough. Be still. The storm stopped. Now, how can we be so afraid of what we got right now in front of us, of what is happening when we don't see the overall picture? After all we've seen, we still lose faith. You know why? Because we abandoned and we rely on an in our own understanding where we shouldn't be because, you know, we think we know better. That's, that's the thing with, with people. That's why we're here bitching out on each other. Now, I have this little three passive ability that we need to cultivate together. We need to unlock this three passive ability for us to be able to harness a silence. First, the power of silence. There is a strong pull of energy in silence. It provides clarity. The challenge is how to flick that switch when you're going to need to find that yourself. What is this thing flying in here? I just killed it, guys. It is a fly. Not a little fly, maybe a fruit fly, but then again, sorry about that. I got it. I got it. But there is... (laughs) There is that challenge, how to flick that switch when we're going to need to find that out, though, on your own. You had to figure that out, how to switch that power of silence, man. But if you do find that switch and if you do unlock that passive ability, you're unlocking a very powerful tool, my friend, that gives us overall mindfulness in our already fast-paced lives. Give example, Thanksgiving, the holidays, if you can harness that power of silence, just a flick switch, use it 30 seconds, one minute. It doesn't need to be on the entire time, okay? That's energy wasted. That's why we got to switch. That is a passive ability. That's what I'm trying to reach out here. Find a switch, the power of silence. Second, the beauty of active listening. Now, what is the goal of communication, if I ask you? I'm not putting you in the spot. The goal of communication. Um, what is the goal of communication? Overall, in other world or in other countries, not in other world, maybe in other world too, 
But if they can translate Bisaya, English, Tagalog, um, no, erase that one. We don't, we don't need to go that far. <laughs> now, the goal, if, the goal of active listening and the goal of active communication itself is to foster connection. It's like similar as building a bridge so that we can be connected. That way we can, we can have transaction. We can communicate properly. We can deliver back and forth. That is the beauty of active listening. So when someone is explaining, you have to be silent. You don't have to be, you know, the loudest person in the room. You know, we know you got a loud voice. We know you, you're the loudest here. I'm just saying. But then again, it's nice to have that ability of active listening. That way we can build and foster strong connection. I'm just saying, step back, click the switch on 30 seconds a minute and switch back off. Process it, process it. That would be the goal of that one. Last but not the least is silence as a tool of creativeness. This is big, guys. Now, artists, you know, artist people, you know, Da Vinci and all that. Artists require silence for them to be able to think deeper and unlock the understanding to which they express through art. Silence for them is critical since it fosters creativity and this inspires them of new ideas. That way they can express themselves and hopefully it can affect the various aspects of life in expressing through art. And that is a very strong, to me, it's a very powerful uh, tool. Even I would say more powerful than geniuses because artists are tapping in the metaphysical world which means in Greek word overall, um, the non-object, the non-physical, you can't touch it. You cannot really explain it, but you can express it via thinking, via thoughts. And that is next level, guys. You know, Steve Jobs, Vitalik Buterin, the founder of, you know, uh, uh, Ethereum. And it, there's something with the thought process before they can create that. And that's the beauty of it. The silence as tool for creativeness. I hope this is a very fruitful day. As we tap silence in our life. Even as God, before you ask him, he already know your purpose and true intentions. We thought that we asked, it will be given. We filled that void in our life by asking. But to calm the storm in our life, God will step in. Because His silence is biblical, His silence is personal, and His silence is common. Thank you guys for listening. This is your main man, Ben, here. Have a great week. Always remember God is good all the time. Peace out.